Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time for Batter Up, the definitive Atlanta Braves podcast with host Joe Patrick and Caleb Johnson, giving you exclusive insight into our Braves from Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Here's Joe and Caleb. Welcome into Batter Up. Caleb Johnson in with my co-host Joe Patrick on this Wednesday, May 18th. We're coming to you after the Milwaukee series has, has wrapped up. Kind of hopeful of another, you know, kind of step in the right direction for the Braves. And instead, womp womp, quite the opposite. Yeah. Uh, Joe, how you, how you feeling there, for, bud? Forgive us if this episode just devolves into us ranting about the way that this <laughs> game has gone. No, what I was going to say to you, what we were kind of talking about before we start recording here, is that this game feels like a perfect encapsulation to me of this Brave season, where, especially when you contrast it to last year, where last year they would find ways to win and keep themselves and even just playing close games and just keep giving themselves chances to win basically every single game they played after the trade deadline last year. And this year, it just seems like they're so inconsistent and so vulnerable in all these different areas of the team. And today it happened to be, you know, the bullpen, Kenley Jansen blew the save. You know, he was, it was a tough one for him. And to be fair to him, he's has a, he had an incredible stretch of, I think 26 consecutive save chances converted so you can't be like feeling too bad about it but man it's just when you had a four nothing lead with max freed on the mound against corbin burns you you felt pretty good about this one or at least i did and maybe that was uh <laughs> misplaced optimism considering the form that this braves team has going right now yeah and i think i mean for one you have to kind of i don't know under under like max wasn't perfect himself um you know, he certainly contributed to this, although it, it was one of those, <laughs> like, the, Max was Max, you know, in yeah. that pretty dominant for the most po- for the most part, got away from him a little bit, but it should have been enough that the Braves were able to, to maintain this. You talk about, you know, teams of the past. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm getting to a point where all of this, uh, optimism around the team of like, come on, guys, it's only May, and it's one of those like, w- weren't we saying that in April, and <laughs> weren't we saying that you know in March? Like, it's one of those. It kind of gets to a weird point where like, yeah, we're still technically early in the season, um, but there are massive holes that we're watching this team have. 
um, injuries that continue to pop up, and that's something that we can definitely get into. But it, it just uh, it, it leaves very little optimism, even when you have moments of of getting wins like yesterday, where I mean, there's a lot to be excited about Tucker Davidson. I yeah. think, uh, especially after you know the Braves have really struggled to figure out what they were going to do with that fifth man. They gave Tucker the the one opportunity early in the year. It didn't look good. Immediately sent him back down to Gwinnett. Uh, and yet they kind of gave some other guys some looks. And, uh, you know, we even did the whole opener situation that clearly did not work out with Jesse Chavez. And then, oh, man, Chavez, you know, gets burnt again today. Yeah. Uh, it's, it, yeah. It, it's, it's just... Uh, it's tough when when you can get excited about things like all oh, the Braves finally have figured out you know potentially their fifth man and uh, Ronald Acuna comes back uh, and then it gets overshadowed by by things falling apart like it did today. Well, isn't it interesting that when they scored the four runs today, I felt like I don't know how you felt, Caleb, but I felt like when they scored four runs, like okay, this is a game you have to win, like or like you should be winning <laughs> because yeah. like with the way that this offense performs, it's like they've thrown so many. Maybe not getting shut out, though that did happen once in this series. You know, it's just not been a potent offense this year, and it feels like if you score four runs, then that's finally an opportunity for you to to take a game. And so, again, that's why when you lose this one, it's hard to be too harsh on, you know, some of the pitchers that came in. And I think the bullpen actually did a really good job, again, outside of Kenley Jansen's outing, which wasn't even, like, terrible or anything, but he just, no. you know, he gave up the run. Um, but, you know, it's just like one of those things where right now the Braves – are playing on such small margins that you just like can't make mistakes uh and 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 still be able to win these ball games, you know? They've got to basically it feels like they have to play perfect to to win a game or close to it. And this was just one of those games that that got away from them. And it's really a shame because it takes you from I think having a really momentum building win, you know, getting out of this Milwaukee series against a good team, a really good pitching staff in the Brewers and it obviously felt horrible after that first game when you lose it one nothing and then to potentially win the series uh that would have been a huge boost for this team I think and especially with a day off and then starting you know a big grind uh, of the schedule and so man, it's just really disappointing that you weren't able to hold on to it well it's essentially what I was expecting today is essentially what happened last week or or, or a week and a half ago whatever it was when the Braves played the Brewers, uh, you know, previously, yeah. where it was one of those, yeah, you won your last two of the series and you felt good. I think that team was heading into to a homestand continuing with Boston mm -hmm. and, you know, they split or whatever. It is what it is. But you at least felt better about things. And now you're right. It's kind of back in that same position of like, ah, here we go again. I mean, <laughs> I will say this. Thankfully, the Braves are headed when they go out of town to to face the Marlins you know it's one of those yeah. like well if you needed a pick me up um you know that should be a place that they you should be able to get it although it uh what they lost two out of three to the Marlins the last time they faced them uh <laughs> well, earlier in the year I mean I feel like we're just fits a pattern of this season where I'm just looking at the schedule right now and this team has does not have three consecutive wins or three consecutive losses so you know it's like glass half full glass half empty but Still, like, there's just, like, no modicum of consistency either way with this team. And I think that that's really what I've been talking about when I've been going on the radio and stuff, talking about this team, which is that they just don't really have an identity. It's like they're just kind of floating around trying to, you know, grab on to a, 
you know, something to hang their hat on, but right now it just doesn't exist. And uh, it's just until they figure that out, they're, they're obviously not going to be a, a good ball team. Yeah, well, and here's the strange thing, Joe. I think one of the things that's frustrated me the most and has also been disappointing is Ronald Acuna has been doing his part when he's healthy. Uh, and we, I mean, seeing that obviously yesterday and today again, and yet that's still not enough, which is not what I expected. I, I will, yeah, I, I will be very truthful that when we saw him ramping things back up with Gwinnett and they finally made that decision to bring him up, I was like, this is going to be the boost. Like the guy's going to have to get in a rhythm. Um, and yet he's, you know, dealt with this, uh, how did, how did, uh, um, uh, uh, what's his name? He called it a not a groin injury, which is actually what it is. A, gr- a growing, <laughs> growing, yeah. Brian Jordan, um, poor BJ. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know. It just, I loved it. it he said of, it like three consecutive times in yep. like a ten second span. <laughs> yep. No, no producer could save him from that. So yeah. Well, even with Ronald Acuna dealing with his growing injury, uh, <laughs> he still has been a positive lift. Like yesterday, he mm-hmm. was a part of every run the Braves scored and yet it's still not enough which is is, it's one of those things that it's taken me by surprise um and also just kind of tells you how deficient the Braves are in different areas uh and it's and it's we can't get a point where it's like consistent where it's like okay you at least know it's this guy or these two it's like no, no no everybody take your turn uh, as to who's going to struggle, um, and it's causing the Braves to to really not score runs when they need to. Well, let's go ahead and talk about Acuna right now because I, I think it's really good that we've seen him come back, obviously, recently and, and start playing again because I was, to be perfectly honest, having concerns that he was going to go on the DL just because he'd been out of yeah. the lineup for so long. And, uh, you know, with, with obviously that kind of injury, it's something that, Sometimes you just have to rest it, and it's not like something that would have been a big deal, but it would have been, I think, a little demoralizing to see him go down. But I do think that the injury in and of itself is a little bit of a reality check uh, as to um, you know, ju- just how the Braves need to treat the situation with Ronald and the fact that it's not one of those things where it's just like, He's back. He can go back into the, you know, he can go back to the lineup, play every day, et cetera, et cetera. And it's one of those t- things that's tough to manage for it would be tough to manage for anybody with a player like Ronald Acuna just because of the way he plays, he's going to go out and play 100%. And so it's one of those things where the Braves have to they have to be the ones who protect Acuna. Like you can't say tell Acuna to go out there and uh and kind of like play at half speed. And I, there's been kind of some insinuations not of like playing half speed, but you know, Brian Snicker has made mention of the fact that he needs to like be able to protect himself when he's out there and, you know, maybe not go like all out for everything, which I think is it's a little harsh on Ronald specifically because of some of the drama that he's been involved with in his career with the Braves, where he's been accused of not, you know, playing, you know, as hard as he maybe should. And to that I mean, I don't mean to dig up a bunch of stuff in the past, but you know, there's definitely fault on, you know, to be had for on Ronald in some of those situations, but he's clearly a guy who puts his body on the line when he plays baseball. And that's just what's so exciting about him. That's what kind of what makes him who he is. And so I don't know. It's just, I think, I think this groin injury just really, you know, brings back into focus the fact that, 
you got to be careful and and really manage his his playing time to make sure that he's not overextending himself. And I don't think it's purely on Ronald to like be going out there and um yeah, trying to like, you know, just avoid injuries by yourself. There's there's a, there's a responsibility that the team has as well to make sure that he's not being put in those situations and I get that they don't want to do that cuz they won't <laughs> they want to put him in the field so they don't have someone like Marcelo Zuna out there or something on a you know, on a day, but this is the situation they're in right now. This is the roster that they have. And, you know, if it rem- if, if, if protecting Acuna means that Marcelo Zuna might have to play left field, I mean, that, pro- that hurts you defensively. But, you know, that's something that the Braves have to do. That's not, like, something that Ronald has to, has to do. But I don't know. Do, do you have any thoughts about uh, the Acuna situation coming off this groin injury? So here's my take. When it comes to Ronald Acuna, this is what you're going to deal with for the rest of his career. Uh, there is this idea, and you're right, Joe. I was in the press conference a couple of days ago when when Brian Snickers said, you know, yeah, maybe when he's he's more of a uh, an older player, more, uh, because he, he used the word a more mature player, uh, which is something that you always kind of <laughs> wonder wonder when it comes to Ronald Acuna, is you know he plays such uh such childlike in in a free way, in mm-hmm. a good way. Uh, that with him playing like that, you also have to deal with these things, which is he's going to be going all out all the time. We saw him immediately come back from this groin injury. The man is standing on first base while Brian Jordan and uh, and the rest of the guys are out there like, yeah, well, I mean, you know, the Braves are obviously going to be slow to bring him back and like they're not gonna he's not gonna steal bases and then (laughs) he's off to second you know like like the man had uh what was it because i can't he didn't steal any bases today i don't think so that i could that i can remember anyway so he's got six stolen bases uh yesterday it was six stolen bases in 11 games so now six and 12 so he's stealing every other game um that that's gonna put up some big numbers really (laughs) really fast or it's going to cause him to deal with some injuries. Now, Snit had said that even as far back as last season, they've had conversations with Ronald Acuna about uh, essentially how how Snit phrased it was when to go all out and when not to go all out. Um, clearly, running to first base is not an issue for Ronald Acuna <laughs> Jr., who was tracked at 30.1 feet per second uh, last night. Running to first base. I mean, insane speed. And that's how, you know, he, he beat out the tag that they eventually reviewed and, and found that he was safe. So you're going to get those exciting things from him, but you're also constantly, constantly, constantly going to have to deal with the ramifications, which is he could get hurt at a moment's notice. I know there have been some people with, within our station who were like, look, the Braves rushed Ronald Acuna back too soon. No, they didn't. I mean, the only reason they could have rushed him back too soon was just not playing him anywhere mm. and having him sit on a shelf somewhere, you mm-hmm. know? Like, like because if his feet were on the ground, he was going to be running, training, doing whatever he ca- could to be back. And as we had talked about when we saw, you know, my uncle sent me a video of him in AAA. Like, he was speedy he was running he was going all out proving that he was ready so the Braves were really kind of handcuffed by Ronald Acuna Jr. 
to we gotta play him up here if he's yeah. gonna be doing all of that. So it, it it's just it's a it's a catch twenty two. It's a, it's a tough thing that you're just constantly going to be battling with. I mean, so baseball is a, is a physical grind, right? You're playing you're playing the sport every single day. And I think the fans, honestly, because I know that I was like this before I really started covering the team day in, day out. I took it for granted. Just like I just, you know, it's like, oh, baseball, that's a fun game. You know, you go out there and play once a day. It's not that hard, but it really is. I mean, these guys put a lot of work in just getting their bodies prepared to play a game. And it's a long day out there. It's a lot of time on your feet if you're you know, obviously playing in the field. So it's, it's, a, it's a, obviously a grind and it's so interesting. The conversation about, you know, was he rushed back or has he been, you know, rushed back and all that, because there's like this concept of like having zero rest, like you're you're injured, you're not doing anything. And then there's playing, playing every day. And there's got to be a middle ground there for a player who's in a recovery process, who's trying to get back to that 100%, you know, physical fitness level. And so I think that with Ronald, I think the the team has handled this appropriately where it's like, if he can provide value for the team, we should be trying to extract that value. The point, the problem is that because the way he plays, you know, he might not be able to give you maximum value in terms of being able to play every single inning of every single game, you know, in the field, all that stuff. So it's up to the team to manage that, to try to get the most value from him while also mitigating the risks that the injury and not even just the it's not necessarily the injury, but I think it's just the general layoff of just not having done the physical activity that you're normally accustomed to for close to a year. I think that's where you start to like, you know, then you get the groins and the, these other little you know issues that pop up when you do start you know performing again at a high level. So it's just something that the team's going to have to manage. But I don't think that they've you know man- handled him inappropriately to this point in getting him to the major league level and playing it's just one of those it's just one of those things where it's going to be tough for fans i think sometimes and who knows he's going to get better and better every day in terms of his you know his physical level but if he's not, if he doesn't play you know someday um it's going to irritate fans because fans want to see him fans know that he can provide you know value for them on the field um, but the Braves have to do what's best for them long term, which might need to be, you know, sitting him like they've said before the day after a, uh, a day game after a night game or on, after travel, day, whatever it is, you know, it's, it's up to the Braves to, to manage that as best they can. Yeah, I I think the best way of going about it would see I'm not in favor of resting him uh, only for the sake of it gets him out of rhythm. And I think that's kind of the struggle that mm-hmm. we saw when they first brought him back and they did this like play in the field, DH rest, play in the field, DH yeah. rest, or, or however they went about it. I'm now looking at it as a his rest day, uh, I think should be DHing. Like, I, like that's where I'm at. I think he should be DHing more than he has been. Yes. And, and honestly, you're right. It's going to cause a liability to be out there uh in the outfield. You were aware of that at the beginning of the season, and you didn't make right, any moves. Exactly. It's not like this is so, unexpected. In fact, this is probably better than they had expected when they were building this team. Exactly. So I think you have to be fine. You know, it's one of those you can't be shocked at. Like, oh no, we might actually have to play Marcelo Zuna out and left. Yeah, you were <laughs> fine doing that to start the year. Mm-hmm. So unless you want to make some moves, and you know, that's that's one of those like like he's finally starting to get going offensively. So you want to keep his bat around, I assume. Uh, so you're you're stuck. You're you, this is something that you're going to have to deal with, um, Joe. There is something that has happened since we last spoke because uh, 
We had a lot of conversation about what's going to happen with that fifth starter. Seems that the Braves have essentially made that decision, or at least for for the short term, put uh, bringing up Tucker Davidson, giving him that that look. He looked really good, I thought, on Tuesday. Um, however, this leads us into uh, a this is the new Spencer Strider now, mm-hmm. uh, and that is because Tyler Matzik has hit the injured list. With something that, I'll be honest, I'm not the least bit surprised to see to, to see Matzik hit the injured list. It, it, he hasn't looked right all season. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Um, apparently, when he was just doing his regular warm-up throwing, he had some discomfort, and so they are kind of just precautionary in shutting him down and just giving him some rest. I just wouldn't be completely surprised if once this 15-day uh, injured list stint runs up, if we don't see another, you know, a 60-day or something like that, if this gets extended longer. Obviously, Matzik has had those injuries uh, in the past that have, that have caused you know, kind of the downward shift in his career and, mm-hmm. and the Braves were able to to really make the most of him. Um, but that does give the opportunity, as much as I might hate it, <laughs> for Spencer <laughs> Strider to be the just the most dominant setup man in Major League Baseball, at least in my opinion. These last couple of days, this this Brewer series, he's been electric. I mean, he's been really fantastic. Uh, and that's to your point. It's like it's annoying that we haven't gotten to see that you know from the start where he may be able to provide you know just more innings and who know i don't know i'm sure some uh analytics uh people can discern whether he's actually providing more value out of the bull- the innings he's throwing in the bullpen or what he would do as a starter with the same performance but uh you know it's interesting because we i was talking with Andy and Randy on Monday talking about this who was going to make the start this fifth starter and i said that you know i thought it'd be Spencer Strider i thought you just 
based on everything that we've talked about, based on how he's looked and all that. And uh, and then, of course, um, uh, or it wasn't on Andy and Randy, by the way. It was on some other show before that. But um, then, of course, uh, you know, T- Tucker Davidson. Yeah, Tucker, Tucker Davidson mentions, he was like, when did you find out you were going to start? He's like, well, right around the time Tucker Davidson went into the game, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, so... So it's probably me, <laughs> you know, because yeah, I think Tucker Davidson was also thinking that uh, Spencer Strider might be getting the, the start as the, the fifth starter in the rotation this turn. So um, kind of funny that it worked out that way. Well, and that's actually so Snit said after that game that had they not needed Spencer Strider, he would have started mm-hmm. started uh, Tuesday's game. Mm-hmm. So that was actually, you know, you would have been right. That was the plan. It was just uh, Snit said there were guys that they were not willing to use out of the bullpen, and so Strider was the guy that that they ended up going to. Which is like what a what a tough like uh, fall of event. I mean, things are working out well, fine. It's kind of he's looking great. It's but. it's kind of funny that it shook out that way, just because that's pretty much what happened to Tucker Davidson when he was denied his first start. He was supposed to make a start, you know, coming out of this. Uh, starting the season on the opening day roster, and then he was forced into being used out of the bullpen in the game, and That's he right. really did poorly, and then was was optioned after that. So kind of funny how that all shook out. But um, you know, I've been just thinking about Strider, and I got I got to say, I as much as I want to see him start a game, um, mainly just to see it. I, I'm not like uh, disappointed with the way he's being used because he's still being used in situations where he's keeping the team, you know, in games in that Brewers game when he was last used uh, before today, he was in a, you know, a one run game and he pitched two innings, you know, it was like very high leverage situation that the Braves didn't ultimately end up capitalizing on. But if they had scored a couple runs at the end of that game, you know, would have, you know, you would have said Spencer Strider was one of the reasons why they would have won that game. So he's still being used as uh, you know, an important piece and he's almost kind of filling in for, you know, essentially how you may have used Matzik at times. I mean, not necessarily how exactly how you would use him because Spencer Trier is going, you know, longer relief outings, which is also a little bit of an interesting twist with how he's the kind of pitcher that he is coming out of the bullpen. But um, it's just really tantalizing because he's just been so dominant when he's gotten out there. Yeah, I so also based off what Brian Sticker said the other day, um, I do expect those longer outings to not happen so much yeah, anymore yeah uh it does seem that they are pointing him in the direction of taking Matt's spot which is why w- w- when they start talking about wanting to see him in that you know that essentially that seventh inning role um i'm like okay so you must know something about Matzik that mm, you're not yeah. necessarily giving away or or maybe they're just you know forward thinking i don't know but i mean him coming he he threw eleven pitches today. Nine of them are strikes, and he struck out the side <laughs> on like every everything was was like ninety eight plus. You know, it's just insane. Yeah, um, he's he's so good, and <laughs> it just it's one of those. I think the thing that I get frustrated about is the fact that I just want. I know he has so much talent, and I know he can pitch longer. So I just want to see it longer. You yeah, know, it's like yeah. like it's it's so dominant, and I know he's ha- he's had a couple bad outings. Um, but I just want him to get the, not the credit, but 
just like the the glory, the glory of right yeah because because yeah. it's the one of those of being like this yeah yeah because in the role that he's going to be playing is one of those that sure come the postseason we might look at it in a very important way as i mean shoot tyler matzik was a massive sure uh contributor to the braves winning a world series but during the regular season, you kind of mm. took him for granted, you know? It was kind of mm. one of those, like, oh, yeah, Matt's good again. Yeah, mm. cool, cool, mm. cool, cool. You know, it was one of the, like, the break. you didn't have to worry about 7, 8, 9 for the Braves. Um, well, outside of Will Smith. I, you know, but. I, I, and now, I, what I would say to this is I don't hate the way that the Braves are using him in the bullpen role, but I still wouldn't, like, rule out him being a starter for this team down the road, whether that's, like, later this season if something happens or even next year, because I just keep on looking to Max Fried's career uh, when I I look at Spencer Strider and the fact that Max Fried was used largely out of the bullpen during his rookie year or, you know, his kind of breakout year in 2018. um, And he has gone on to then, you know, really – refine his craft and become a great starter over the years. And he's consistently credited his time in the bullpen for helping him with that. Just in the idea of having to go out and focus on a hitter and not be thinking about the entirety of the start. So I think that a lot of people might look at the way that they're using Strider and thinking, okay, they're like grooming him to be the closer um, just because he's in the bullpen right now. But I, I don't think it's that cut and dry. Maybe that could be the case, but you know, he's still so young. He's got every, you know, they got, all options are still available on the table with Strider going forward. Yeah, the one thing I will say is I am reaching a place where, like, kind of hope now that he doesn't start because that would mean that something else has gone wrong. Mm. You know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, right, like, right. we're, we're kind of <laughs> looking at a situation, I mean, with, with the way that Tucker Davidson played in this last start, if you can expect to get at least similar I mean he's obviously not going to go scoreless through 5 every every outing but if you can get especially you see his numbers what he had done in Gwinnett he looked really good in Gwinnett if he can keep that up he's earned that fifth spot okay so who are you waiting to struggle then you know is it Charlie is it Ian Anderson hopefully neither and, and so we've actually reached a point where I'm kind of like okay cool no I'm actually I'm comfortable with him taking that uh, that seventh inning spot, uh, or ideally, if Matzik comes back healthy, um, you know him him getting some some longer relief stuff. I just I want Spencer Strider used in moments where games are winnable, sure, because he yeah. has the stuff mm-hmm. of a guy you know, who keeps you in games. Like don't it's one of those don't waste that. Mm-hmm. that that's I think that's all. Of of where I'm at and with him, I, and I think that that's why people were frustrated earlier in the season because he was a pitcher who could throw more innings. So then he was therefore being used in these kind of long relief opportunities that weren't very high leverage. And may, maybe that was also a good point in time, at, you know, in, in the season to use him in those situations because he was younger. And now, but now that he's got his feet wet, yeah, for sure, you definitely want someone with his talent to be in high leverage situations when the game matters. But uh, Caleb, you mentioned Charlie Morton and Ian Anderson. So let's just turn this conversation over to the bullpen or to the starting rotation. Now. Um, I think that, you know, for me, this, you know, obviously since we talked a week ago, the team has played six games and they are two and four with the loss today. But I got to say one of the green, you know, green shoots I see on this team is this rotation really coming together really well. Um, 
you know, Max Fried is Max Fried. We we pretty much know what he's going to be. But the big ones, the big you know performance, really in my mind is uh, the start by Charlie Morton this Saturday. You know, striking out nine, which was huge because he hadn't really seen the strikeout numbers up where they typically are for him. So that was hugely encouraging. And obviously to get out of there, I think no runs. He, did he give up a run? Uh, in that start, I can't remember. He didn't give up a run uh, the start before. One. I think he gave up. Yeah, I think he would have up given up one this one and went an inning longer. So uh, really good to start to see from him. Ian Anderson continues to just kind of steadily improve kind of back to the level that we're seeing. And uh, Kyle Wright obviously had that one, really the one bad inning against the Red Sox. But other than that, the guy has continued to be super, super solid. And now you got Tucker Davidson, um, you know, coming through, obviously, with a good start last night. So, um, I don't know. Where do you, you you pick it up from what everything I just laid out there for you? I, it's it's one of those, like, I'm sure there are a million teams in this league who would love to have Ian Anderson to be their yeah. quote-unquote worst pitcher. Right. I mean, because that's, <laughs> yeah. honest, that's honestly what the Braves are dealing with right now is the fact, like, Ian Anderson – is the one who we're still kind of on the light. All right. Well, he's he's not looking bad anymore. Not particularly not yeah. good. Not as, yeah. not, as, not as his best, but yeah. And and I think it's uh it's one of those. It, it's frustrating. I think it's tough because of the dominant stuff that you'd seen from him in the past. And I thought the trajectory uh was going to be more than it is. And I mean, he's another one that's like, I mean. He is still kind of young, you know, like he's, he's only 23, 24 years old. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, so, you know, this idea of poor, like, poor guy's ah, got a hairline I, like mine makes him look way older. <laughs> well, that's one of the, it's just, you know, any idea of like, ah, we got to, you know, throw him out of there. Like, um, I mean, his one, he threw one bad pitch on in, in Monday's game. Yeah. One bad pitch and it cost him the game. You know, he <laughs> he he spikes that ball um that I, I can't even remember who from the Brewers scored on. Um but it it's just one of those yeah, it it's really tough. Um the walks I believe are down from where yeah, the wa- walks are down from where they had been earlier in the year. Um he's still pitching 5-6 innings like like it's one of those, and that's your that's pretty much your weak spot. I mean, unless you obviously want to go to to your your fifth rotation spot, um, which I don't know. I have a lot of confidence in Tucker Davidson, and I think <laughs> that one's just gonna kind of get figured out. Um, you know, old Tuck Tuck from uh, from TikTok. I'm just the the, the confidence is there. It's well, Charlie. You're right. Seems to be whatever was going wrong with him figured out. Like this rotation doesn't concern me at all anymore yeah i mean we joke about you know tuck tuck but like if he can be you know even close to the pitcher that he was when we saw him yesterday i mean this rotation is in really really good shape like what we're what we're not dealing with this year at least to this extent or in this point not knock on wood but it's it's not like you have a drew smiley on your hands or a cole hamels on your hands or like you know you, you don't have this like anchor that's just like like keeping down like kind of you know kind of pinning down the the rotation to an extent where like you have last year for example drew smiley just kind of struggled and plotted his whole way through the season and he wasn't because of his you know uh his free agent status the fact you know the fact that he's a free agent you couldn't you couldn't just like option him and 
fill in somebody else. So the Braves don't really seem to be at, at that point with anybody in this current rotation. You know, again, so long as nobody sustains a serious injury, I think we can maybe uh, pencil in a Max Fried blister for <laughs> at one point this season. <laughs> yeah. um, but, you know, outside of anything major, I think that this rotation is looking in, in really good shape. And I think that, you know, and for the fifth starter, you know, even if it is not Tucker Davidson, you know, maybe maybe Bryce Elder has figured something out. Then go back to him. Maybe Tuki Toussaint has figured something out. And I'm actually kind of surprised he has not really gotten any run with this team so far this year uh, outside of like getting called up for the roster a day, not pitching and then going <laughs> right back down. Um, I think that was when Austin Riley left on parental leave. So um, they still have some other options they can go to. But having said that, Kyle Muller, another option potentially. But it, I mean, this is now with Tucker's performance last night. I mean, this is his kind of opportunity to to run with it. And you could tell uh, just watching Snit after the game, talking to the reporters, you could just like tell he was like really pleased with the way that Davidson threw the ball because he was going after hitters and he was throwing strikes. And that's just something that Snit loves to see. He hates it when a guy, even if he like manages by, to get by, if he's being wasteful and a lot of non-competitive pitches and all that stuff, which Tucker Davidson was not doing. So credit to him. Well, and it's one of those things like, so we get through, okay, rotation don't think is that big of an issue. I honestly don't think the bullpen is too much of a liability, especially yeah, if you got, you know, if you got Spencer Strider in there, Will Smith in there, Kenley Jansen, like, of course. Colin McHugh, McHugh's, yeah. I saw his like stats have just gone viral for like how good, how good his numbers are across the board. Well, and AJ Minter. Yeah. Like AJ Minter has been dominant i i tweeted about um i can't remember what game i was at it was over the weekend um but he had had like nine appearances of nine innings pitched uh and he'd given up like two walks and a run i think it was like it was just insane numbers from him so far uh and his outings and i think he, he continued that on he pitched on monday if i remember correctly um so he's just another one of it's one of those like all right, so two out of three looking pretty good, and yet the Braves can't get wins. Wonder what it's it like, is. Well, yeah, <laughs> I'm just laughing at the fact it's like we're we're running through all these bullpen arms who have been really good and are good pitchers, and then it's like today they're throwing Jesse Chavez and Darren O'Day <laughs> in extra innings. Great. I mean, I'm not trying. Like, listen, like they had already thrown a bunch of their good pitchers in that game and all that. I'm just kind of laughing at how that how it all shook out. But yeah, I they mean, can't throw them every day, Joe. You know, <laughs> I know. I'm sure. I'm sure that was he's said on today. the team. I'm sure, he's on the I'm team. Sure That's was... a, that was a uh, classic from Snit when I was there last week. Sometime, uh, somebody was asking like why he threw Tyler Thornburg in a given situation. Snit was just like, well, he's on the team. <laughs> um, true but yeah 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 it's unfortunate it, that they haven't been able to get more wins out of you know this this good pitching they've gotten recently in fact you know especially you know this last week to only win two games since we last talked with you know all the good that's happened is really kind of again i think that that's why it's so demoralizing and lo- losing a game like they lost today is like it's got to be pretty demoralizing for these guys well it's one of those I'll say it. This team's unlucky right now. Uh, yep. I mean, you talk about some of the defensive errors that have popped up all of a sudden. Matt Olson, what, sir? What happened to your glove? <laughs> get a new one. Like, get get a new glove. I'm serious because it's one of those some of the defensive errors that I, especially in the um, uh, it was 
it had to have been Saturday or Sunday. I can't remember now. Um, uh, but the, in the Padres series, when he had two in the same game, and yeah. then immediately another one. Oh, Sunday's game, yeah, because it was immediately first game. Uh, in in the um the Brewer series, he has another error, and it's and it's all like real close stuff that he's just like catching the ball, dropping the ball, or you know just barely missing it or what. It's odd, uh, and it's unlucky. Honestly, is where is the point that that I'm getting to is is we've reached that yeah. with the Braves I mean, is like they're just kind of unlucky. Olsen's a two time Gold Glove winner, <laughs> you know. Yeah, like, <laughs> he he doesn't make those mistakes typically but um yeah that's unfortunate i'm blaming the 11 a.m game oh so let's get into that so caleb let's get into some quick hits here um let's you know what what do you think about these these games i gotta say i watched the uh the friday game i was watching some of the broadcast of it um on my laptop and the production was amazing. I didn't hear any of the commentary, but uh, it looked great. <laughs> I got to say, I was actually pleasantly surprised. I, as much as we groan and gripe about, you know, the, what channel are every one of us baseball fans is like old man yelling at the sky for this game being on Apple TV instead of like our classic Bally sports who we, uh, you know, know and love. But um, got to say credit credit to them on the on the production side because it was fantastic. So here's my issue uh and this is something like a lot of Braves fans i'm sure are like oh major league baseball i can't believe no 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 you need- we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. I'd be looking at the Braves. Every team manages their, they deal with their own, uh, you know, TV setup. Um, like, like they're negotiating their own contracts. 
Um, this was something that was kind of thrown together last minute, much like the, you know, because with everything going on at the beginning of the season, I don't even think this was scheduled when they initially uh, released the schedule. Yeah, it's not. It was not. I'm, I'm fine with them being broadcast on these networks. However, I need Major League Baseball to not allow, and this would never happen, but it's just my thing. They need to not allow exclusives. Um, you need to sign with your home network for the season. Now, you know, the regular season, you get in the postseason, that's a whole other thing. And, and, and networks can negotiate with teams and, you know, get your money. Mm -hmm. But for the regular season, there does not need to be a game that I, who pays, you know, nearly $200 for cable can't watch because it is then put on another service. Yeah, yeah. And and I even with Apple TV, I will almost let it slide because at least Apple TV is like, we'll just create an account with us mm -hmm. and we'll let you watch the game for free. The thing about Sunday's game was, um, I am one of the. I was actually that was the game that I was working. I am one of the few people who actually owns a Peacock subscription. <laughs> Only because my cable provider said, here, have it free for two I'm years. I'm the same way. I got the same yeah. exact deal from Xfinity. <laughs> exactly. They were like, they were like, oh, you know what? For yeah. the expensive cable package right. that we make <laughs> right, you. <since> we're... <laughs> yeah. It's one of those. Throw this in. And it was one of those like. Yes. Yeah. Well, and, and Joe, you want to know, you want to know the one thing, like every time that I log in or I go to log into Peacock. There is one, there's one TV series that I watch on Peacock, or I did until I watched all the episodes up until uh, the ones that Peacock had. Yellowstone. Oh, Yellowstone. Oh, is that on Peacock? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got hooked into Yellowstone. And Snit's a big and, Yellowstone, Yellowstone guy. Well, and the weird thing about that, now we've gotten way away from baseball, but just we're, we're in quick hits. This is, this is exactly <laughs> it's all fun. Well, it's so Yellowstone comes on TV, I think, on Paramount Network. Yeah, and then uh -huh. they have their own subscription-based service with CBS. It's not on there. They signed a separate deal huh. with Peacock that that's where the episodes go. Um, at the end of the season, like it's very hmm. strange. Oh, but oh, for rewatch. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. My issue with with signing on to these individual things like su Sunday's game had me really old man yelling at Cloud because Peacock was the only way that you could watch mm -hmm. that game. It was only available by subscribing and you had to pay for that game. Joe, let me ask you this trivia question. How many Braves games are going to be on Peacock the rest of the season? Uh, I don't know. How many? Zero. Oh. They don't have another game. So you're telling me you want your fans to pay for a Peacock, subs Peacock subscription, <laughs> for even if it was just for a month, <laughs> to never see their team <laughs> play again. It's ridiculous. Like, like you're, you're telling me, Peacock Network, you couldn't do what Apple TV did and just... I mean, Put it on you a can, free you version. Can, yeah. yeah, you can hit me with ads all you want, yeah. you know, but but yeah, this idea that we're putting things and we're making things exclusive. I know uh, ESPN has has dealt with that. You know, they have the exclusives on the Sunday night baseball stuff uh, and that's made it very difficult uh, on some people. But at least ESPN having uh, an exclusive makes it like it's still on cable. 
it needs to be I, I mean, it's one of those, like, it needs to be there because it's not even, like, it's, it, it drives me insane because all the cord cutters, you can't even cord cut because the Braves are on Bally and you're stuck having to have it either on cable or DirecTV's uh, streaming network. Yeah, I gotta, I, I want to ask you a question. Did, did you, were you able to watch it at all when it was on Peacock? Um because I'm just curious about how the production quality was, if it was any different, any noticeably different from um, from like what a game would, would normally be on Bally. So I did. I pulled it up on my laptop because I was very curious to see. Because I'm with you. Apple TV's production, whoo, they had some really nice cameras out there. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> yeah. Like they, I was like, okay, golf clap. I'll give it to you. You know, that was nice. Um, Peacock wasn't. <laughs> like it was just, just like. normal. Yeah, yeah. It, it was pretty standard. I, like we're watching it on uh, on Bally. It was. I was surprised at how impressed I was with the, with the Apple, and I was like, "Damn, this is good." <laughs> like, it, the, you're right. The cameras that they were using, it's like some of them were definitely like the ones they've been using on uh, on Fox NFL for yeah, like when they the when they scored the touchdowns, yeah. and like they're like the super high def, the ones they use on the sidelines, and but even just the main cameras from like the main pitching stand were definitely like an upgraded camera it was just definitely sharper the color was like more bright and vivid uh i was just impressed so if, if i wouldn't yeah. hate more games on apple tv to be perfectly honest as long as they keep them on that little the free version because i don't have apple tv yeah but i'm also well also, so let me just go with this here's another reason why uh i don't want games to be exclusive to certain networks you know how sad Chip Carey looked in the booth sitting up next to me on Sunday? <laughs> like, like I don't like seeing Chip Carey and, and um, good grief, why are names blinking on me? But Paul was up there mm-hmm. uh, all sitting close in the... Oh, because the ballet the crew is right on the... Yeah. yeah, 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 they're right so there. They all they're usually not there, there because they're Yeah, busy. but they were in, like, hats and shorts, and I was like, <laughs> this is not right. This is not, you know, but but still, like... How how frustrating it must have been to like to be Chip Carey and you still got to come to the ballpark and you still got to keep up with the game yeah. because you're going to be calling the next game. Yeah, it's just one of those like yeah, don't do exclusives. Um, <laughs> I know I know it is a it is a money situation. Like obviously, why are they doing this? Are they doing this because this is better for the fans? No, they're doing this because this is money. Uh, I just wonder having done it if they'll look back at all of the metrics of, of how many people watch and that sort of thing of like if it'll be worth it um because i imagine i imagine it won't be i imagine them doing this where they do the exclusive will be a, a, as much um do as much good as you know the braves had a, a streaker today at the game yeah yeah that we didn't get to see because <laughs> now they've decided that, um, you know, cameras aren't going to be put on them. And as, I'm assuming in an attempt to like discourage people from, you know, doing that. But like, does that really work? Like does throwing games on these individual networks, these streaming services really get the impact they want? I don't think so. Yeah. Um, so I, it's just one of the, I, it's just one of those things for us to get frustrated about. I obviously come at this from you know somebody who I follow and cover soccer and I'm a fan of soccer and soccer here it typically gets like the le- the the least amount of investment in terms of 
what it takes to put the game on TV. So even if it's on ESPN or like a, a big network, it's usually like crappy cameras, the shows, you know, the pregame shows are not like, you know, not a lot of production value there. And so that, or they was, just don't do them or yeah, or yeah, <laughs> nothing at all. So that's why I was actually happy to see the level of investment from Apple to, 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 to put that much into them wanting to actually present the game in a good way, as opposed to them wanting this Friday night baseball deal and then just kind of for the money of it and not really, you know, invest in terms of technology or, um, you know, personnel or whatever to, to put it on. So that's that's one of the reasons I was happy. I will say this, Joe, and this is speculation because we've come so far from, you know, where we were talking earlier. Apple TV doing this, I think, is putting in this much effort because I've heard rumblings that they want NFL Sunday tickets. Ooh. Um, and so maybe, or they want like a Thursday night situation, um, you know, where they have a game of the week sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Cause doesn't Amazon um, have uh, an NFL yeah, game now? A- Amazon. Yeah. Amazon is, is signed on for Thursday night. That's right. However, I'm sure if Apple could get in the game, uh, even if they don't have their own night, if they get a game, yeah. oh yeah, uh, you know that the NFL money is different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that's so true. so that's I, good, I think really it's one point. of those got to put their best I, foot I, forward. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think this was a step towards you know showing, hey, we're serious. We're we'll do this game stuff right. Uh, and it's and it's kind of mutually beneficial to to Major League Baseball, uh, as they get to use the equipment and and it you're right it does it looks really good i'm with you i haven't heard much of the commentary um only because i tend to mute (laughs) i know exactly same here (laughs) i i never really listen to games honestly i'm usually listening to something else yeah well i know like melanie newman uh did the apple tv game and she's local to atlanta okay and so i did hear some of her uh and like, I had nothing bad. You know, it, it was fine. It's fine. Yeah, but well, I would say, um, if anybody is like upset about the streaming, like you know, be, this being on a streaming service, the game, expect more of it, not less of it. These yeah. streaming services, this is like the new frontier for them. I think, which is live sports. It's something that they've been hesitant to get into. Uh, I actually have a family member. My brother used to work for Netflix, and so he's kind of. He, we've talked about this for years about how, you know, it's always been a big question and there have been bids by these streaming networks for rights that they just haven't been bidding high enough, high uh, above and beyond some of these cable carriers uh, to actually get the rights. But I know Apple has actually put a, a large bid in for Premier League rights, uh, but NBC and ended up having getting theirs, their rights re-upped. But uh, there's going to be more of this stuff, not less of it. So um yeah, just brace yourself for that, I guess, and hope that everybody puts the put, puts what Apple TV put into the broadcast. Well, so we started with some bad news of the Braves losing today, <laughs> and kind of a womp womp, and we follow it up with a womp womp. Of, more bad yeah, news. If, yeah. if you don't like streaming, get over it, because yeah, there's there's more coming. And some and people might right, like that, because a lot of people don't even get a lot of these games because the Bally cut off from like YouTube TV or whatever. So yeah, well, it's because so Bally it is. They have already started. They're making their own subscription. Oh, they are? Okay. Um, yeah, it's like 20 bucks a month, which is another frustrating thing. 
um, of like, yay, another thing <laughs> yeah. to add. I actually, you know, and this is, once again, we've gotten so far off base, but let's keep going. Uh, I heard the other day someone in the office talk about the fact of, uh, you know, us doing this at career. You can, like, write this off your taxes. And I was like, huh. <laughs> yeah, might look yeah, into yeah. that next year time <laughs> next time tax season comes around um because yeah this gets expensive yeah. having all the channels to make sure we can watch all the games um but before we get to well we've already gotten too wild off base um but we'll wrap things up um and that we'll save the- matt olson's meaningless 15 league leading 15 doubles for next week yeah, that's my well, that's my of, it, that's it, my hot take. There's never anybody like on base. I feel like these doubles that he's hitting are the most like just if if you hit a double in the woods and nobody sees it, did it actually happen? I don't know. Well, and it's also one of those like I feel like Braves fans haven't quite warmed up to Matt. I know. Um, I know. You know, it, it, things got hot, then things really cooled off, and now they're not bad, not good. It's just. Not necessarily scoring runs. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, and and that's not something. Uh, well, it's something where we were experiencing with Freddie. Um, and so maybe we we need that that streak to pick up. You know, the the hitting streak from Matt Olson, the win streak coming for the Braves. Uh, exactly. And hopefully, yeah. hopefully the Marlins are the team that that gets started with. Um, you need vibes. Was- you got to turn around the vibes. Once the vibes turn around, then. Yeah, the feelings towards players will be getting better and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So three games, three games against the Marlins in Miami, and then the Braves will come home where we'll be talking to you next Wednesday um, as the Braves will be in the middle of a four game homestand with the Phillies who don't have uh, Bryce Harper playing in the outfield. Bryce Harper is only DHing right now because he tore his UCL. Apparently, that makes it to where. You can still swing a bat, but you can't throw. Something to keep an eye on. <laughs> something to definitely keep Somehow an eye on. Somehow that works. Yeah, something to keep an eye on as uh, as the Braves at that point uh, next week will will be coming home. So hopefully we have good news because it didn't seem like we had a whole lot of it today. Uh, but for my co-host Joe Patrick, I'm Caleb Johnson. Have a good one. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.